Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi, and thanks for downloading the Sun Ranto Show, which is brought to you by all of our Patreon supporters, who we call the Super Ranters. For more information how you can become a Super Ranter and listen to the Sun Ranto Show early and ad-free, join our Patreon campaign and support us at patreon.com slash sunranto. Do it today, and you'll never have to hear me ask you again. Here's the show. Covey blue blood flowing through our veins Sitting in the bleachers in the rain We've shed a million tears and drank as many old-style beers out at the game Let's go, Cubby Sunrento. Michael Cotton. Sunrento. Michael Cotton. Sunrento and the lovable Lucy. Lucho Scali. Sunrento. Michael. Sunrento. Cotton. Sunrento and the lovable Lucy. Michael Cotton. Sunrento. Lucho Scali. Welcome to the Sun Ranto Show. My name's Danny Rocket, and I'm here to talk about the Chicago Cubs. That's why I'm dressed like this with the Cubs hat and a Cubs shirt, and you got the Cubs thing on in the Wrigley Field in the background. And I'm joined by Michael Cotton. We are just a few short hours away from the Cubs facing the worst team in baseball, the Washington Nationals. And uh, wow. This show is brought to you by our 109 Patreon supporters. If you would like to become a Patreon supporter and support the Sun Ranto show and all the fun stuff we do, including the Cubs music and the Cubs caroling and the parties we throw and the just daily ranting about the Chicago baseball team. If you want to support that, patreon.com slash sunranto and become a super ranter today. Well, uh, I'm I'm exhausted. I don't know about you. Uh, I know you've been working all day, but I've been working all weekend. We had a blast and a freaking half yesterday at the Nisei Lounge, rocking and rolling with uh, the Bleacher Bum Band. And check this out, dude. You know who came? Well, I said that some bullpen guys might come. Yeah. And they did. Uh, well, Wellman came, uh, the new guy yeah. who can't right. ever remember. So he, who was- he walked in. And literally no one even looked at him because they didn't realize he was on the Cubs, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, he came in like full uniform. (laughs) Yeah, just so we would know that he was on the team. No, uh, super nice guys. Uh, Brandon Hughes came. Brandon Hughes, uh, we had like a Venmo up that you could give to the band. Brandon Hughes, he paid us 50 bucks. Look at this Venmo receipt I got. And he said, bleach your bum band rocks. And we do. He's not wrong. And uh, we had so much fun, but the the big fish, 
that came through. Well, a couple guys. Um, first of all, uh, here we are with Christopher Morell, who showed on up. There's me and Crawley and Bleacher Jerry. Uh, Christopher Morell was at the ch- and super nice guy. And I was so proud of myself because I carried on a conversation with Christopher about the Dominican Republic completely in Spanish. And I don't know if it was just the confidence of having just come off the stage yeah. and be like, I can do anything. I'm an invincible rock star covered in sweat. <laughs> so I can speak Spanish fluently. And But uh, what a nice guy And to show up. I told him that he's a huge spark plug of the team. And I said, this year's really sucked for Cub fans in many respects. And it's you're the only fun one to watch is what I told him. I'm like, without you on this team, I'm not even watching baseball. Like, I might have canceled the show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and that that is true. Like, he's the one guy that's come up and really made an impact, I think, with the fans of all the new guys. Uh, He's kind of it i'm tr- i mean i'm i'm like literally racking my brain right now i mean i guess some of the pitchers but like you don't see pitchers every single day so it's a little bit different you know i don't yeah. know yeah well you can just tell by his smile that he's just a genuinely nice guy and i know that's not how you should really judge people <laughs> you know you'll get real hurt in life if you just judge people by a smile but uh you know he's got a nice smile I, I like the guy. And uh, Mr. Miguel Esparza showed up, uh, the Spanish language voice of the Cubs. Oh, There's nice. me, him, and Crawley. And what a great voice he's got. You know, he was an Elvis impersonator in a past life. And um, he went up there and sang Suspicious Minds and killed, dude. Totally killed. Uh, we had, uh, he sounded awesome. We were all, me and Crawley were dancing around, singing back up. We had a, we had a blast. Uh, uh, stalwart uh, ran. Uh, El Capone, the, the personal bartender to the ranchers. There she is. I picture her singing. Um, she sang Gloria, dude, and she killed. She can sing. Yeah. She got, you know, sung, she got some pipes on her, huh? She's got pipes, and uh, she sang Gloria. Sounded great. And um, and here is um, Crawley, and now he sang Africa. Of course. Ag- again, I hear the drums. I go, I don't have the sound bite. Uh, uh, you know, ready for you. But, um, but so what I didn't know was, and I guess the sign that they used to have on the jukebox is currently gone, but they've got a couple rules and Val Capone said what they are on Twitter today. Uh, we didn't know that Africa is banned you <laughs> from Nisei lounge. So Carly goes up there, starts singing Africa Within no time. He's getting pelted with ice and stuff. Like really? That. Yeah. They're <laughs> They're booing him. Uh, the black, the black beer baron went up to him, and uh, he's you know one of the bartenders. But he was off the clock, and he just goes up right up to the stage. He goes, "We don't do that song here." <laughs> he just was dead serious. <laughs> you know, Val Capone was all mad at him, dude. It was in. So Crawley's taken aback. He didn't know what's what he's doing wrong. All of a sudden, right. he's getting. You know, he thinks he's killing up there, and then meanwhile, everybody hates him. And it was just like, and uh, we had no idea why. So- yeah, I mean, did you find out the backstory behind that at all? Yeah, I mean, other than he, it's just kind of an annoying song on some level, but that's probably why it's banned. And um, it, the other song that is also banned is, or anything by Journey is banned as well. So we didn't know that. And thank God nobody tried to do open arms. Otherwise, there might have been a riot or something. But uh Anyway, it was it was such a fun time, uh, you know. It, and thanks to Brandon Hughes for the money, and thanks to Uelman for coming. And Morell, what a cool guy! Like, 
And um, anyway, yeah, we're going to do it again. It was a big cool. success. Now, did I'm, any of the Cubs sing at all? No. And I asked them all to sing. I'm like, what are you guys singing? And they're like, nah, 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 we're not singing. And I'm like, nah, they're, nah like, they're just like, we're going to sit here. We're going to drink a few beers and then we're going to get the hell out of here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much what happened. Yeah. They didn't hang out for the karaoke part, which that was really my hope, you yeah. know, like more so than even like my band playing for them and them like rocking out to me singing, fuck the Cardinals, which they did. They were yelling along with it and loved it. You know what I mean? <laughs> of course. Yeah. We, we had such a great time and they loved, you know, it, what the cool thing is, is you could tell it, yeah, I was telling people after the gig that, you know, that they love that there's such an interchange between the fans and the players in Chicago. And I talked to them how much they're loving being up here. And, I mean, they're new to the team, so, all of them. All those yeah. guys are new to the team. And so I asked them if they were enjoying the city. And they you could just tell genuinely they were having a great time. And they just loved the fact that, like, Cub fans are down to earth and we're not going to, like – Everybody was an adult. Like, nobody went up to him and was like, you know, can I have your autograph? Like, I don't think anybody even asked for an autograph. You know what I mean? Because it's just bad form. You're even Crawley? <laughs> Crawley <laughs> Crawley's more of a picture guy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, um, yeah, I don't know if Crawley's, like, yet collecting the 2022 team. <laughs> no, Crawley shows up with, like, a poster. Yeah, exactly. These guys from high school. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> So anyway, we had a blast, man. But uh, too bad you weren't there. And uh, I'm gonna play a song. I'm gonna d- play a live version of Cupsnake Guy at the end of the show. So stick around oh, for cool. that. But yeah. yeah, we're definitely. I've got to look at the schedule well, and see when we can do that again. Yeah, it was so much fun. And you know, and it's sort of the same situation in the upcoming Club 400 event. You know that there's a couple of guys going to go over to the club 400 event i think there's still tickets available if people are looking to do that over on the rooftops on august 21st yeah yeah and you know but it's like wrigley is a different animal than anywhere else in that you can literally just walk out the gates and go and find sort of like local places and and down to bars and good food and like yeah it's, it's a it's a cool thing you know, and it's, I mean, I guess the brewers could possibly go out and join a tailgate or something. <laughs> that might be fun for them, but, you know, it's it's different. Like, well, you know. Well, they couldn't because they closed down the lots after the game after about an hour, and that's when the players are getting out, the, out of there. Like, we didn't start. We did karaoke first, and then the uh, band went on because we knew it was going to be an hour before those guys could even get there. They so, walked in and – Hearing those people sing and they're just like, oh, shit, what did we get into? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Eric Campbell writes, no other atmosphere like it. Well, yeah, and that's why Ricketts bought it. So that's why we're stuck with that. That's why he continues to buy more of it. Um, Bernie says, I hope Morrell makes a visit to the Club 400 event. Crawley invited him yesterday, so (laughs) I'm sure it could it could happen. Uh, And she also asked, did Morrell like your T-shirt? You know, nobody, I don't think, noticed my T-shirt. That you were wearing the, the, the my your bull our bull penis awesome shirt is what I was wearing. Oh, our, that's what our, you were wearing. Our hashtag bull penis awesome. So, um, anyway, uh, we had a great time. We're gonna do it again. So, uh, should we talk about this the series? This I mean, quickly. 
because there's really not much. I don't know. It, it's like it's going never through the series. Before. <laughs> go, I know going through the series though is just you know. Oh, and we're trying to get out of here fairly quickly, so we'll we'll roll through these. Yeah, I got to go to a retirement party in like. Yeah. I got to leave in like an hour. And but, my uh, son has drum lessons soon. So uh, uh, I can hit you with some poems here. You want? Yeah. Poem, poem up. All right. Poem 105. Still didn't go long. He did go strong. Didn't qualify for the win, even though he was 10 K's in. Contreras has returned and Floro got burned. Souvenir for the fans giving love to the man. Forget all that strife. Make Willie a cub for life. Yeah, how about that? Uh, Willie uh, with that two-run shot. I mean, they were getting no hit that entire yeah. game. Uh, Justice Hill looked great, like you said, 10 Ks. Uh, but, yeah, it's a lot of pitches, though. Un- yeah, unfortunately, four and two-thirds innings. Like, he didn't make it out of the fifth, so he wouldn't even qualify for a win. Um. You know, and I get it though. What he was at like eighty some pitches. He was throwing a ton of pitches to get through those innings. Yeah, but, I'll, put, I'll put it up here. Um, but ten Ks in under five innings is he got know, a, always good. He got a little help from that umpire, I think. But uh, it was the same for both teams. The Cubs struck out quite a bit too in this game. Um, yeah, yeah, and then so well, everybody gets help from the umpires when you're striking out that many. I mean. Really, and the game was completely tied zero to zero for pretty much the bulk of the the contest. In the seventh, Miami, uh, they uh, what? How did they score? They oh, that ball went by Madrigal after uh, Wellman. Like, forget uh, did he walk somebody? And then he had yeah. that failed pickoff, and then there was a hit by pitch and there was a couple on, and then so he got to second. And anyway, uh, there was a ball right. It was, it was kind a little magical keystone cops going on out there. Yeah, it was like it, it was kind of defensively annoying. It was one of those like that run didn't need to score. They just kind of like that was kind of a gift run overall. I felt like uh, for that the Cubs gave the Marlins Cubs only four hits. They had the two errors, uh, one of them being that pickoff. And, um, you know, so, and then Nikki Nikki two strikes gets Nikki one hit. And then he gets the first <laughs> hit of the game and then he gets on again. Uh, cause, uh, he, uh, how do you get on the second time? Another hit? He got hit. No, I think he didn't. He get hit. I don't know. Yeah. I can't remember, man. This is like three no, he days had two, ago, four days. Two, two hits in the game. He had two of the Cubs, four hits. So yeah, he must've got a hit. He yeah. got the first hit, uh, to not be no hit. And then the second hit to be on base for when Wilson Contreras hit over the, the fence and everybody was happy. And that's pretty much that game. I yeah, think we, I, I, I think we can move on. Yeah, and, the, and I mean, the thing that it, we saw in this game and then we saw in the next two games as well that is really unsettling is how long into all these games the Cubs are being no hit. Yeah. <laughs> they eventually, you know, they get some hits, they, you know, uh, score some runs except for yesterday. But, I mean, you can't, you can't give up – the first four innings of every game being no hit. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, and uh, David says it was zero, zero more than any other score for this whole series. And I think that's true. Yeah. Probably more innings of zero, zero than anything else. Yeah. So let's, let's do game two. Why the hell not? Yeah. Let's do it. 
Cubs poem 106, Chicago 4, Miami 0. Marlins can't soar if Marlins can't score. Smiley gave up none, then Leiter got it done. Rojas going all the way, Suzuki made him pay. Runners in scoring position, Cubs hitters on a mission. Higgins, Homer cranks, just past the banks. W flag flew, Cubs win two. So, yeah, yeah. That, that was it was a good game. They shut them out. You know, Cubs haven't done that a lot this year. Uh, that's for sure. I mean, one of the worst bullpen ERAs in, in the majors. Uh, well, and, ERA. and they did it with two pitchers. I mean, yeah. that's like lighter came out there. And of course, lighter comes out and you just think, oh, you know, it's all going to go to hell now. I mean, well, honestly, the whole game, you're like, well, when's Smiley going to implode here? Right. Yeah. Like that's you're just waiting for a smiley to like just start giving up homers and giving up, you know, hits. And then lighter comes out and you're like, wait, we just got through smiley. He had a good game and you're going to bring lighter out. This is going to be terrible. And then lighter shut him down. Like it was really impressive. And I honestly, I love the idea of having two pitchers that can get through an entire game. Well, then you, yeah, then it's like the piggyback. You just got extra starters. So you just like, one guy, he's not really an opener because he did go 6.2 in this game. And the thing about smiling, I was talking to Sarah Sanchez about this today, is that, um, you know, there's a mutual option for next year, which I thought he was just on the one year. And so we could, I think, in some way, shape or form, have him next year. He's not a bad pitcher. He just got his ERA under four, which is a little lower than Stroh's, which is exactly four. And, uh, you know, he's giving you length in this thing. I mean, we rehabbed him, so we know his arm. Uh, you know, he's got a ring under his belt, you know. I, well, I mean, that's the big question here is just how how many innings can he actually put together? Because, uh, he, you know, he's been a bit fragile this year. But if he can, if he can finish out the end of the season throwing like he did on Saturday, sure, yeah. Give him another year. I mean, it's not like we have any pitchers, and you know that's exactly what the fucking Ricketts want. I'm sure the deal is probably for like $4 million or something like that, and they they can't no, help like, themselves uh, yeah. from taking a starter for $4 million. Yeah, I don't know what the numbers are. That was a complete ass stat. In case no, it's, it'd be, it would be something like that, I think. Um, yeah, something. So a couple of uh, nice catches from Seiya Suzuki and uh, Ian Happ smashed into the wall. And uh, so the defense for once, like, actually held up in this one. Otherwise, it's not that zero at the end of the Marlins score. So Well, and it was that great throw by oh. Seiya that uh, nailed Rojas at yeah. the plate. Like, and, and Rojas was called safe. He looked safe in full speed. But then when they slowed it down, they looked. Yeah, they got him. Like, like that was a hell of a throw and tag. Honestly, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And PJ Higgins, who was he catching in this game? Let me see. Yeah, he was catching in this game, so that was him tagging. Went two for three and hit that dong. So because curled around the foul pole there. So I like PJ Higgins. I mean, you know, he's not an everyday player, but look at that OPS on the season: eight ninety four. Yeah, you, I mean, and I mean, he's not an everyday player now you know what i mean like but you can see that he has possibly what could go on. i don't know what the defensive you know numbers are the statistics there behind the plate how well he does but you know he can he can obviously hit a bit yeah 
And Horner just, I mean, continues uh, with the with the batting average almost to 300 now. He might be at it now, yeah. but he goes three for four in this game. Um, Cubs pound out 10 hits. I mean, you know, for the kind of bat that he is, that contact style and, like, giving you the good defense too, um, you know, man, Horner's really coming into his own this year. It's good to see. Um, is But is Zach McKinstry ever going to get a hit? <laughs> Or is he just going to not get a hit ever in a Cubs uniform and just get like DFA'd and that's just the end of the Zach McKinstry? I don't know. I don't like why, why, why Why is he he there? Like he's, he's been out there for four or five games. He fucking sucks so far. Does he, I, I don't know. I mean, he has to have options, right? Send him to fucking Iowa and let him just, do something and and relax for a bit and give him a chance because it's not working at Wrigley right now. He needs something else. And none of us need to watch him work through this. Like if he's a homegrown cub, you know, been coming up, it's like, yeah, maybe we will, you know, give him some support and watch him work through it. This dude just showed up. It's like, you know, yeah. What? We don't need this. Um, so yeah, let's go to let's go do game three because right. that's pretty much that game. This game is worse. Cubs poem 107, Chicago 0, Miami 3. No love for Samson. Marlins put clamps on. No runs for the Cubes, which means they lose. You never fly the dubs putting up zeros, Cubs. That's an old school stat for the nerds in the chat. That's right. I shouted y'all out. Yeah, we. <laughs> you shouted them out about a shutout. Um, about it, about their their, you know their. I'm sure there was some awesome like new stats that shows how good the Cubs did in this game. But guess what? They fucking didn't did score anemic. Well. So anemic. It doesn't matter. Yeah, they had two hits. They got totally <laughs> shut down by Jesus. But those Luzardo. two hits were over a hundred mile per hour, probably. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, Boog, Boog <laughs> loved them. Uh, one of them belonged to Gomes, and the other one, uh, Nick Madrigal, who actually has a lot to prove because he sucked at the beginning of the year. He's coming back. He's got a five twenty two OPS, a two twenty seven average, which is not how he came advertised. So, um, and he's not good in the field, which he did come advertised as not good in the field. Like, yeah, so he, it's he's he's. So far, he's very underwhelming. Yeah, and they sent Bodie to Iowa. So, I mean, is Bodie back though? He might be back by now because that was like the. I'm not sure. It, um, well, it, I mean, it's the in, second base has really become kind of like a no man's land right now. Andrelton Simmons got DFA'd, so there's that. Um, you know, and yeah. now you're trying out McKinstry. Now you're trying out Madrigal. Uh, you know. So it's just like you got well, Bodie, who's not good. Morell has had some shots over there, and I like Morell at at second. He's you know he's better than these other guys. I think I I just I guess probably prefer to see him on the field versus these other guys. Well, and Morell's um, mostly playing third, so you're like wondering but, about or, or yeah. he mostly played third. He hasn't been playing third on the Cubs. And now, but now I think they are starting to move him over to the third a little bit. Yeah. Well now Today, he's got, now he's got a bum hammy, and now uh, he's now he'd he'd rather just hang out with the bleacher bum band with his with his hurt leg. <laughs> so, <laughs> so forget about that. Yeah, this game. I mean, Samson gave up those homers in the what fifth inning, I think, 
and uh that was it man i mean he just <laughs> he just blew up they did they go back to back i think and there was one man on in the first one and yes they went back to back he really just had that like he just lost it he put two right over the plate and just got beat for it and unfortunately you know he, and that was in the i think the fifth right so he pitched another inning he kept going and yeah. still didn't you know and didn't give up anything else he was doing okay i don't know he's samson's weird right like nobody knows what to think like you you can't really i think we talked about this before he's just not supposed to be out there so you're happy with everything that he does like i can't get upset with the dude they didn't score any fucking runs he kept the marlins to three yeah you can get, that's a that's a quality start, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Six six innings, three, three runs. runs or less. That's yeah. a quality start. And if your team doesn't score for you, what then you that's on them. It's not on the pitcher. He's doing his job. Yeah, I agree. So I mean, that's that's pretty much a series. It was, I mean, it was kind of boring <laughs> to be honest. It was a little little dull. Comes it, didn't have, the offense was pretty anemic. Even though they yeah, it games. it was a little boring. There were you know little bits of things that were interesting to see. Um, unfortunately, I had a little bit of a hard time getting to watch the game, so I listened to the games uh, mostly. I think Zaidman was on with oh yeah uh, Coomer yeah one day it was Zaidman Coomer yesterday I think yeah, Pat was on TV for a while yeah no it, that yeah it, it was, was pretty rough it, it was. It was Pat Hughes and Zaidman on, I think, Saturday, and then Zaidman and Coomer on Sunday. Mm-hmm. It was that was an interesting. Uh, I don't know what's going on with all that. JD was on with somebody with Pat the other day. It's like musical chairs over there. I don't I don't know what's going on. Like people are taking vacations in the middle of the year. I'm like vacation. Like who does yeah, that? It is like, weird. And you're off all freaking winter. Did. Like, what's up with Coomer being in there? Like, I didn't know that was ever even an option. I mean, obviously, the guy can go over there and and do it. Like, he's on the radio every day. He's got he knows what he what to do. But I just never. It made me think. I'm like, does Coomer want to move over there? Are they? You know, I just think they're trying just, them out. Yeah, I don't know what's going on over there. I, people are spe- speculating that JD's on his way out the door, but you know they just have so many dudes. And the problem with that, I think, is that you don't. What people like about the calls is that you listen to the same two people, three people all the time, and you get to know them to be switching it up all the time. And then you got. I mean, I got no problem with Dempster's call. I think I like listening to him. I like listening to Rick Sutcliffe. I like I like to, and I don't like either one of those guys with Shambi because those those guys will just get into the fucking you know shoe conversation, you know, and they'll they'll have all these these oh, you had to be there stories, and that sucks. Now when Coomer's in there, he and JD get into baseball stories. And Shambi doesn't have anything to say except for call the game. And that's, I don't like three man booze, but that worked for me. Yeah. Well, it, and that's what I'm kind of saying is that it, it really is all about chemistry. And if you're messing with that chemistry all the time and switching it up, like it's, it's not great 
for the entertainment value, I think, of what people like about the baseball, of watching baseball games or listening to them on the radios. It's just like, and, and that's my personal feeling on it, too, you know. So, um, oh, do you know what I completely forgot to mention? Uh, well, let's take this uh, comment first. David Elliott says, honestly, I think there might be issues between JD and Boog. They are rarely on the TV called together. I mean, there's got to be something going on there, right? I think that. Shambi and JD have never done well together. You know, yep. like I, and I honestly, I was seeing it last year from the beginning. Shambi fucking like ices JD all the time. Like JD will try to say something and Shambi just won't even respond. And then, or then he'll say, you know, like some fucked up, like stupid stuff stat thing that nobody's ever heard of for no reason you know it's like it doesn't pertain to anything going on in the game and yeah i think that that's been happening ever since the beginning and i don't know it's yeah well uh hashtag chance in the chat i forgot to say that at the beginning of the show um i'm gonna make postcards of uh, i'm out of postcards they're gone they're 100% gone. The last winners that have won so far, you're all going to get the originals. So I got to make my own now. And I'm thinking of making it out of this one because he looks like a freaking dork. He's got his hair parted right in the middle. He's got, it says it's, it's like a cool different kind of uniform that you don't see too much. I actually love this uniform. And the Cubs gave this away one time, like a similar one. It was uh, had the black pinstripes with the Chicago straight down the front. Yeah, which it's uh, like the what is that called? Like the collar, I guess. But the front of the shirt, the lapel. The yeah, really where the lapel. where the buttons where the buttons go straight Say down Chicago. the buttons. Yeah, it's and black. I I I think it's awesome. I've always wanted one. You, they are not easy to find, and when you do find them, they're the the giveaway one on eBay or something. Yeah, which is of, usually of low quality as well. Yeah, they don't they don't look great, and it says like I don't know, Jewel Osco on the sleeve or some shit like that. <laughs> well, that actually makes it cool <laughs> in, in my <laughs> um, Facebook user. I'm not sure why you're showing up this way, but uh, I have some Wrigley cards I can send you. That's great. I'll put those up. But I kind of like the chance for a chance. It just got a good game showy ring to it. You know what I mean? Um, so anyhow, uh, we're going to play a quick commercial and we'll be right back and we'll talk about a few things that going on with the Cubs, including they added Fran Mill Reyes. They're going to head to Diarrheasville. Yeah. <laughs> <Iowa soon. laughs> I've been waiting to say that all day. <laughs> <laughs> Danny wrote that joke this morning when he was at work. He's like, Ooh, Diarrheasville. That's, that'll be hilarious. He's probably told 20 people that he's just run into today. Yeah. <laughs> corn. I don't remember eating corn. <laughs> um, <in> Diarrheasville. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, anyway, we'll be right back. Uh, here's a commercial for Patreon. All over Chicagoland, there are thirsty, frazzled, overworked Cubs podcasters who are struggling to survive one more baseball season in the dog-eat-dog world of unpaid content creation. But it doesn't have to be this way. 
you can make a difference. Become a super renter at patreon.com slash sunranto, where your support ensures that poor, sad, pathetic, ugly, loser Cubs podcasters can pay for tickets and beer, and in turn, line the pockets of the baseball agarch Ricketts family. Just $1 a month can buy a scorecard. $5 a month can pay for guitar strings to write a Cubs song. And $10 a month almost buys one beer at Wrigley Field. Cubs content creators are the lowest pieces of pond scum garbage that slither over the face of this planet. But super ranters help them get drunk and screw off at baseball games. What do you get out of it? The Sun Ranto Show, delivered to your podcatcher without stupid advertisements like the one you're seeing and hearing right now. Plus, at other Super Ranter levels, you can get Cubs music, access to private Sun Ranto pages, the Ranter calendar, and special thanks and Ranter recognition in our live broadcasts, plus eligibility for monthly prizes. What does Sun Ranto get out of it? Your money. For tickets and beer. Go to patreon.com slash sunranto. That's patreon.com slash sunranto. And become a super ranter today. Welcome back to the Sunranto Show. How 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 you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm 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 doing <laughs> real good. You know, I I I wanted to share something here that I just did last night that I thought was just kind of funny. I got a new, uh, like a, a smartwatch thing. It's a Garmin thing and it tracks all my running and my, my activity and stuff so I can be healthy. Right. Well, I found out that you could kind of create your own picture on the thing. So this is the one that I put on there yesterday. I don't know if you can see this. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's uh, David Ross and the double birds. <laughs> so on my watch right now, when I'm walking around, I got, yeah, I got David Ross flipping the double birds. And I you just thought be, that was really funny. You know what I want is a David Ross clock that like his, <laughs> the two hands of the clock are each bird. And like, you know what I mean? Like it's David Ross's face and his, but the hands oh, of the clock. Oh, this is a thing we have to do. Are, are the, are, are the, are each bird. Yeah. Yeah, so they're yeah, yeah so, so they're they're going like this. Click, 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 click. Oh, I'm going back. I'm going counterclockwise. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, that's awesome. We yeah. got to I we totally we got to make, make that, that happen. Yeah. Um. So yeah, a little <laughs> bit of Cubs news. I I did mention uh, that Nick Madrigal is back and he's doing okay. I mean, I guess I guess the hope is that he's. I mean, he the White Sox fans loved him. They were sad to lose him. Yeah, but they're not. They Smart. don't really know what they're doing all the time. <laughs> yeah. And they suck this year. They don't suck. They're an average team, and they're supposed to be good. And so I, I blame Tony Lewis for that. But yeah, well, you remember, I mean, there were there was a contingent that was upset with the Tony LaRusa thing, but there was an awful lot of White Sox fans were like, no, Tony LaRusa is going to be great. He's a Hall of Fame type manager, and it's going to be good. Dude, Matt Spiegel ripped Tony Larusa a new asshole on the radio the other day. He's just like, <laughs> he's like, I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand what they're doing. Like he just like, he's just throwing up his hands in despair. And he likes both teams, I think. You know, just talking about it. But, yeah, um, yeah I don't know. Like it, we'll see what can happen with this guy. I mean, he's just supposed to be. They had him leading off the other day, and I'm just kind of like, all right. 
should have get off the pot, Nikki, two strikes, because like I'm not impressed so far. And I don't know if it's the change of scene or the fact that every single player that ever comes to the Cubs that gets traded here sucks ass for the first freaking year that they're here Is for that? no reason. Yeah, that doesn't it doesn't make any sense. Like they sign the big contract and they come in and you know, and it's like they struggle. Uh I I mean, I think Lester was about the only one that came in and was fine you know, could handle the pressure, but everybody yeah. else, I mean, I guess if it is pressure, I don't know what the, what the deal is. Yeah. Right. Well, even say a Suzuki too, if you look at his numbers, it hasn't been that good. He got off to a hot start and we're all like, he's going to be rookie of the year. Well, he is not going to be rookie of the year. Christopher Morrell might be, but say a Suzuki certainly is not going to be. And um, it, he's like, basically has lower numbers than Kosuke Fukudome. So I know yeah. he's he's never going to live that comp down anyway, just because they're both from Japan um, and play right, right field. Dis- despite being, you, they could not be more different as actual players. You know what I mean? I mean, glove first guy. I mean, but the know, way no Suzuki was supposed to have some power. Power. Yeah. He's supposed to have pop. The supposed way I, to have more. Right. Yeah. I'm just saying, like when you watch them, all I remember. From uh, um, Fukudomi is like that left-handed falling out of the box swing. Yeah, the windmill, like the Ichiro kind of vibe. Yeah, that's who, yeah, that's who that, we thought he, he was going to be, and he could not do that. Like he just wasn't good at doing that, and you know, and I don't get that same feeling with uh, say up there. Well, so. say is batting two forty four, which is like literally a hundred points. What he bet <laughs> below what he batted last year in Japan. So, well, like, I mean, it is. I mean, look, he's learning all new pitchers that he's never seen before. Plus, they're learning him. There's going to be adjustments made, but also, if we are to believe what Major League Baseball tells us, this is the best league in the world, right? So the pitchers yeah. here are going to be slightly better than the pitchers there. That's I'm They're just saying going harder. They all got more movement. Although I did find it interesting. And I found this interesting is that for the first time in major league history, and since it's been tracked is uh, more off speed pitches thrown than fastballs so far this year. Yeah. Which is weird when for the first time in major league history over like last four years, there's been more people throwing over a hundred miles per hour than ever before. Like it's, it's insane. We were so, talking about it a couple of years ago. How come every reliever throws over a hundred miles per hour and the Cubs have none of them, none of it there. We all throw 92 with, with movement. <laughs> yep. Well, but that's what it is. It's like, it's working the off speed. It was cheating with that spin rate crap that we were doing. Obviously we were definitely cheating. You know, I, Everybody yeah. was. It wasn't I, cheating yeah. then. And I think that's what was what was going on. I think that the the sticky stuff was giving them the opportunity to, I don't know, get more grip, throw it better, and get that spin. And you could just overpower people just straight up. And now they can't do it. Well, here's know. a new here's a new guy that's going to come up and possibly suck because it's his first year with the Cubs. It's a uh, Fran Mill Reyes. It looks like we're picking this guy up. Is what. Uh, Sahad of Sharma tweeted out. He's like, all my sources say we're getting Fran Mill Reyes, who Cleveland. Uh, they DFA'd. Yeah, which I'm like, what? 
Like, I mean, I, I'm looking at his numbers, and he hasn't been good this year. I get that. He's sl- he's slashing 213, 254, 350. He's got an OPS plus of 72. Uh, I mean, he's 243 points lower OPS than last year when he hit 30 home runs. He hit 37 when he was 23 years old in 2019. I mean, I get it that this guy isn't having a good year and that happens, but to DFA him and then just the Cubs just to – I mean, and, and he's not costing them anything. I think the Cubs have to pick up like uh, 1.5 million left this year. He's still going to be on that rookie contract for another what? Oh, I can't say. Yeah, he's he's on, just about over it. Yeah, I think he's got maybe one more year or something, right? Yeah, and they're, so they're just done. And uh, the Cubs aren't going to have to pay him money. And you can kind of give him a tryout, see how he fits in. Uh, what uh, Sahad have tweeted was that he's a great clubhouse guy and everybody loves him. So that's cool. I mean, that's always a bonus. That'll, that'll keep you in the league. You know, mm-hmm. like if, if you're on the margin of a roster and you're a total asshole, you're gone. <laughs> Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, but, you know, Fran Mill race comes in and you got to be wondering, like Jackson Fraser must be looking at this being like, uh, er, <laughs> why'd you get him? I'm like, well, because you're down in the minor leagues batting a hundred. So I honestly it, forgot about him. Yeah. Yeah. It hasn't been going well, by the way, for Jackson Fraser. I looked up his numbers the other day and it is not good. Um, and I know he's been struggling with injury, but that's been like, you know, his, whole his issue. Yeah. Yeah. That's his whole so, uh, you know, right now at Iowa, he's batting lower than he was in the major leagues. <laughs> he's, batting, wow. he's batting 208, dude. Yeah. Yeah, he's, it's 638 OPS. He, um, he never – he didn't hit a home run the entire time he was in Chicago. He's got five down there, but it's not going well for, for him down in AAA. If you can't hit AAA pitching, I mean – well, then that's why you go with Fran Mill Reyes because if you need a dude to bat two – you know, to come up and bat 213 and hit a couple dongs like Fran Reyes is your guy because at least he had nine on the year. Yeah, and has, and has a better track record. And uh, uh, Carter Hawkins, right? That's the yeah. That's the dude I'm sure has a relationship with him, knows all about him. That's the reason the Cubs picked him up because he gets DFA. They immediately grab him. It's not because uh, Jed Hoyer was sitting there just waiting for Fran Mel Reyes to come on the market. I'm sure, you know, I'm sure Carrock is like, let's grab this guy because he probably, you know, maybe he knows him. And he's like, there's, he's doing something weird right now that I think we could fix. You know? Well, honestly, I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at his contract and it's even better than we think. Earliest arbitration eligible 2023. He hasn't even hit arbitration. Oh, yeah. Well, see, and that's, that's like when I was looking at you were like, yeah, I think he's done. I'm like, oh, I think he's you got two more year. years on the guy. Earliest yeah. free agent for 2025. So, yeah. And I mean, that's 2025 is what the records are looking at. That's their that's their timeline. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> so if they could just keep the, you know, keep some names because I, he's not a superstar, but he's a name. Everybody knows Brandon Mill Reyes is a big leaguer. So, 
Yeah, I mean, he hit 38 home runs in 2019. Like, that's going to make turn some heads. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the Guardians, I'm looking at it right now. They're only a game back from the Twins. Uh, White Sox two games back. Um, it's what a crappy division, though. 57 and 51 is what gets you first place in that division. You have to have freaking 70 wins. They have 70 wins. The Astros and the Yankees both have 70 wins. The Yankees cooled off a little bit. And Anyhow, um, I the Cubs, uh, I mean – they're nowhere near 500, so what are, I'm, what, I'm not going to talk smack about other teams that are at least over it. Um, but I will talk smack about a couple teams that are under 500 that are going to go play in the cornfields uh, this weekend. And um, and they dropped all the gear today. So uh, we, if you care to buy some of this gear. Oh. I Yeah, I have a – I got a picture too. Just keep going. I'm going to okay, okay. bring a new picture into it. Because it's terrible. If you care to buy some of this gear, please use our links at sunranto.com slash shopping. All you got to do is click on the uh, the ad that we have there for MLB shop and then buy your crap. Because some of it's kind of interesting. Um, I mean, I'm not in the market for any of this stuff because I just don't buy anything. But they're wearing this old school jersey with that like cool lapel. When It's not the one with the Chicago that says down it, but it's like that like – what is that? Is that the 1940s or 30s? I didn't. Yeah, look it's, it up. it's a. I think it's the 1940s. That um, that C there that looks like it actually it looks like it's actually the 1920, Reds. 1927. Oh, okay. Yeah, 27. Oh, you know what? That makes sense because the Bears use this C with the point on it, and that's kind of when they came into the league. And uh, George Hallis was a huge Cubs fan, so. That does kind of make sense. But it's funny because right now the Reds use this C. This is yeah. the C that they use, and that's what the Cubs are going to be wearing out there, which is Yeah, we're going to be wearing a red C against the Reds yeah. in the in a in a game in a cornfield. Yeah. But I gotta show you this picture because and the reason they can do that, not that anybody get confused, it's because the Reds are gonna be wearing this C. Look at this <laughs> helmet. It's not Holy a freaking C. Crap. This is maybe the ugliest batting helmet I have ever it, seen in it my It looks entire like life. an old-timey fireman's helmet like from like uh you know the Bismarck German area era. It, like it, does it, it, it looks it like, like a German fireman helmet from yeah. 1863. See, I was thinking it looks like one of those like pith helmets or whatever that the like the guys who are in the jungle and have like the hard hat sort of helmet thing on kind of look like it's terrible. <laughs> it's the worst looking thing I have ever seen. And so, and for the podcast listeners, it is a white helmet. It's got a red fanciful, ugly, stupid looking C that really looks like a it G. It looks like a G. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's painted. They've got painted pinstripes on it. But the it kind of looks even. like a bell. They're not even. Yeah, it looks like it looks like a bell. It you know that's what gives it that fireman helmet look is because it really looks yes. like an old timey fireman helmet because of the way the pinstripes go. But like the stripes aren't even. They look like they were drawn out with the freaking sharpie. 
it, yeah, it looks like your your first grader <laughs> was decided to design the Reds uniforms for this game. Yeah, yeah. Bernie Barron says it's fugly. <laughs> yeah. Facebook user says Indiana Jones, and Corey yeah. says, "Is that magic marker?" <laughs> yeah, seriously. It, I could not believe when I saw that. I was just like, Holy "Well, back in nineteen twenty-seven, everything was decorated with magic marker. That's just how it was back then. Well, Before he, that, it was crayon." But see, here's here's the other weird thing, I think, with the Cubs. Like, you showed, so, the Cubs 1920s jersey. But then they're going to wear it with the 1918 logo hat. Is like, they're, mi- they're mixing the years. Well, the, wait, let me. Or, no, see. this is 1912, actually, I think, that logo. I'm, I'm looking at it, somebody at it right the, now. 1911, yeah. and But, yeah, 1911 hat. Now, to me... That's the Cubs logo because it's a bear standing on and um, basically holding a baseball bat in his in his hands look like they're about to cover his private parts is what it looks like to me. And he, he looks like a kangaroo. This is the most kangaroo looking bear I've ever seen in my life. And, it is. And um, so, yeah, so you got the 1927 hat or uh, jersey mixed with the. And I'll drop the link to this hat because yeah. it. If you like wearing kangaroo hats, this is the link. I actually do like where I have a kangaroo hat, and I do like it. I like this logo for the for the Cubs, even though I have had people tell me that the bat looks like uh, an erection sticking out from that. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like there. covering his private. Like it's everything's wrong with it. That would never get through testing these days as a logo. But they have a couple other things too, and these these I think I like more. And um, they, check out this: "If you build it, they will come." Uh, shirt that they did with like the corn, and it's like I like that orange color, it's like burnt orange into the on a blue shirt with the uh, with the corn in the background, and it's got the the Reds Sea Cubs, and no, I don't know, yeah, no, nothing goes with uh, orange, burnt orange like a nice red. <laughs> I I don't know, man. I I kind of like this shirt. Like of all the ones that caught my eye, this is the one that I would probably go for. And and if, and if you're wondering if you can imagine uh, Florida, it's the University of Florida colors, kind of a lighter blue and the orange. It's not the dark blue like you would think of for the Bears. Yeah, and then they have this one that I I like wearing black t-shirts because they're slimming, but they have that same thing. It says Reds versus Cubs on it. See, um, I like this one better. I like that the black and white. That's actually, that is kind of nice. I think I would rather just not have, if you build it, they will come on it. Like if it was just the field, I would right. prefer that. Yeah. No, I, I, I th- well, I'm not going to buy this because to be frank, like, I don't like big graphics on they just ex- accentuate my man boobs, my moobs, and I don't really need any help in that. Uh we've talked about this on this show before. <laughs> about <laughs> Unfortunately. It. Yeah, exactly. And uh then there's there's one more shirt I wanted to share, and I'm also dropping this link. Uh this is gonna uh in the chat here. And um but uh the last shirt I want to show is this one. Which this one, the only problem with this one, it's it's like you said, it's got the Reds and the Cubs and some corn on it. No baseball diamond on this one, but a stupid freaking Nike swoosh right in the middle. And I'm in a room is the shirt. 
It makes the shirt unbuyable. Nike, yes. I'm not going to buy this shirt. I'm not even going to come close to buying this shirt because I'm not a freaking Nike label whore. And most people aren't. They don't like that there. Put it on the sleeve. Put it so yeah. I don't care. Put it on the nape of the neck. Put it on, anywhere else. Yeah, for, this for the listener, they've got this really nice graphic. It looks like ghosts coming out of the corn. Then you got the logos for the Reds and the, the Cubs that see look the almost ghosts. the same. But then they the the Nike swoosh is directly under your chin, right in the middle of your yeah. chest. And yeah, I agree with you, Danny. The the swoosh ruins it. Put it on the sleeve. That's all you gotta do. Like yeah. I don't know. Yeah, just sucks. Um it really so, does. But it, but everything else about the shirt is great. If that Nike but if swoosh you like that you, kind of stuff, yeah. feel free yeah. to buy it and use use our link. Use our link. It's gonna plant cookies in your browser and give us <laughs> Give us eight percent or something like that. No, I, I saw. I mean, we all got the same links. I saw Bleacher Nation was tweeting it out too. Like they, that's how they make money too. So uh, they got plenty of money. They don't let them big time us. We're we're a longer running show than them. So, we're the we deserve yeah. the money. We're, we're the just, longest running Cubs unpaid Cubs outfit out there. We really are. No, that, that reminds me, I owe you a hundred bucks. Well, actually, I take that back. I don't know that. Uh, Al Yellen's paying anybody, is he? He certainly wasn't paying me. Yeah, he pays um, himself though. I think he gets paid something. I, I get twenty bucks a month for doing that uh, Sarah podcast. It's pretty good. <laughs> wow. Yeah, twenty dollars more than I make on this show. Yeah. Well, we're we're trying. <laughs> we're, we are trying to make money. This is one of the ways we are trying to make money, and that's with uh, yeah, Bet, Bet US. Yeah. Here, I'm going to put the copy. You can read along at home. Listen up, sports bettors. Your favorite sports book, BetUS.com, is back for our 28th year of action, NFL action, and baseball action, with the industry's biggest sign-up bonus of 200%. BetUS offers our members the opportunity to cash in on all your favorite sports, including NFL, UFC, and MLB, BB. If you're looking for live, in-game betting, editing, editing, incredible odds with daily odds, boosters, props, and parlays, we got them. How about fast payouts and exceptional one-on-one customer service? We got Ooh, that two, two, two. Nothing Logan, hotter you- than one-on-one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. The one-on-three-on-one is kind of nice. <laughs> Bet, log in to BETUS.com or call 1-800-792. That's 3887. Uh, wait. 1-800-792-3887. That's 1-800-79-BETUS. BetUS.com, where the game begins. And uh, make sure when you sign up, this is how we get credit for this. Uh, you got to sign up under the name Sunranto. Sunranto, S O N R A N T O. It is the name of the show. And you sign up under us. Um, nobody's done it yet, by the way. So we got a lot of smart listeners out there that do not gamble their money away. But uh, go to BetUS.com and gamble your money away. And remember, when you lose, we win. Yep. And I was going to say, you know, they've got that. They're, they're talking about the in-game betting. So this is like you can actually go during a game prior to an inning, and you can bet whether or not anyone's going to score that inning. Yeah. You can do and whatever they, you want now. Yeah. You know, like, it's they, crazy. They're actually ruining the marquee broadcasts with gambling stats now. I noticed that Nisei Lounge, they always play the game with stats on. And um, 
yeah, they were talking about the odds in the middle of the game of they're going to hit the over under that kind of thing. So yeah, I got no, I, I don't even know the odds today. I don't gamble on sports. I'm a Cubs fan. So I just don't, I, I don't want to root for money. I want to root for the team. That's just me. Uh, but if you're a gambler, you should go to betus.com and gamble through us. Uh, it, I want to, I want to get my tie guy in on it because we're not very good at selling gambling. I don't think. I think my tie guy would be good at it. You think he's good at selling gambling? Well, the problem is that we're he's way too honest and we're just like, okay, you, you know, you lose, we win. And that's what we want. Yeah. So that, that doesn't work that great. But well, uh, if I'm going to gamble on the Cubs at all, if, if I'm going to gamble on them, it's going to be this week in this series against the nationals and their terrible pitching. And, and this is why, because we uh, we're coming back with our segment that we started a couple weeks ago, every so often we need to make Cubs fans feel better about their team. So we're going to let you know right now, who's worse than the Cubs. Well, I'm fighting. Wait, hold on. Hold on. I got that song. Uh, Don't you remember? There's, there's a song. All right. Well, now we're ready for it. You know, the Cubs have 43 wins. That's not a lot, but these are the teams that they are better than Detroit Tigers. Oh, just kidding. They're tied 43. They both have 43 wins. So they're not actually better than them, but I mean, I think we can all say that they're better than them, right? The A's who have 41 wins and the Washington Nationals. The worst team in baseball. The worst team in baseball with 36 wins. Now, there is a power rankings. So this actually throws the fucking records out the window and they look ahead to head and they do all the the new math and all the shit that I don't understand. And uh, the Cubs are actually... Better than, uh, like five other teams. Kansas, the Cubs are number twenty-five in the league. Twenty-six is the Royals. Twenty-seven is the A's. Twenty-eight is the Tigers. Like I said, we're better than the Tigers. Twenty-nine is the Pirates, who are above the Cubs in the standings right now, and the Reds are. Yeah, and number thirty. Right, but the, I don't think the Reds are below them. No, the Reds are the Reds are right in front of the Cubs in the standings, so that makes sense. Uh, but yeah, the worst team in the league, power rankings, the Washington Nationals, who the Cubs get to see this week. Yeah, so uh, let's talk about them. Yeah, like you said, thirty six wins. Uh, they're they're terrible. Uh, they just traded their best player, maybe the best player in baseball. <laughs> Juan Soto, so they got <laughs> right. way worse. Uh, I mean, the best player in baseball was on the worst team, and they lost Josh Bell on top well, of it. And last year, they got rid of like Trey Turner, right? Yeah, and they, Max Scherzer. They had the Max, best. They had some good fucking yeah. players. They got rid yeah. of. They won the World Series in 2019, and they're all those players are gone. They Appar- tore it down right away. Apparently, 
they are even worse owners than the Rickets. At least the Rickets played the game and like, you know, tried to keep the team together for another couple of years. But yeah, these these guys went straight Miami Marlins. Yeah. Or no, no, right not now. even Miami, Florida Marlins. Um so yeah, they're bad at everything. They're at the bottom of the league in every offensive category. The only thing that they don't do is strike out a lot. So they just don't do that much. Cubs have scored 21 more, more runs than they have. Uh, their 532 team ERA is the worst in the in the major leagues. Their relievers, though, are the seventh worst in the major leagues. So, you know, get to the starter, I guess. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I, I it's not much to there. They give up a lot of home runs, uh, but average the average in pretty much all categories, like walks and strikeouts. Um, they've committed that their defense is bad. They've committed the third mo- most errors in the major leagues, but don't get too excited. The Cubs are fifth worst, so just be kicking the ball all over the place tonight and tomorrow and the next day. Then they've got the fourth worst dur in the major leagues. Uh, just terrible defense. They they can't get outs. Uh, <laughs> neither can the Cubs. They got the tenth worst. Uh, they just they're terrible. They're a terrible team. These could uh, be some very very long games, is what you're saying. Yeah, a lot of extra outs. They tra- <laughs> for, for Corey traded Schwarber last year, yep. There, so. Yeah, well, at least they traded him. At least they pulled off a trade. Where yeah, we the couldn't Cubs do that. Yeah, exactly, we couldn't do that. So uh, it seems like, well, it's been raining here all day. Uh, the game's only in two hours, so uh, they're going to get it in, though. It's kind of it's about 80. It's going to be down. It's going to be nice out there tonight. It's not currently raining but it's humid and kind of wet out there you know a little damp tomorrow is 73 down to 63 for the night game so it'll be quite pleasant out there it's been hot here uh pretty much and then sunday or i mean wednesday for the uh, day game quite nice i'm i got some bleacher seats gonna be sitting out there with my family 81 degrees just pretty perfectly perfect hopefully it's not humid because that makes it feel like a thousand yeah yeah if you're going to any of these games, use our links at sunrancer.com slash StubHub. Click on our links and buy yourself some tickets. It was hard this weekend. It was hard so nice it. outside that the games were packed. It's all about the weather. Well, and and Contreras returned. Yeah, people wanted to see that and cheer him, yeah. Maybe that's what the Ricketts were doing. They're like, let's act like Contreras is going to be traded. And then we'll get the big crowd right before he leaves. And then we'll also get the big crowd when we bring him back. <laughs> and, and then we'll just let him go for a second round draft pick, which, <laughs> with, with, uh, which Ricketts seems to value highly, or so he told us at the Club 400 party. We couldn't yeah. have signed him. We'll, we'll lose our second round pick. And <laughs> what? Fucking, yeah. yeah. Um. Okay, well, Anibal Sanchez River. is going up there tonight. This here's a preview. It's about to happen. I want to fuck you like an Anibal Sanchez is coming in. Uh, I do have to say, I love the name Anibal. It's so cool. I want to fuck you like an Anibal. Do do do. You I've know, got a seven sixty five ERA. Do do do. I'm you know when he was with he was in high school. He was like driving around in like a Camaro, like rusted out wheel wells, but he was just bumping that song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. This is oh. amazing. It's it. Wait, it's a Christmas miracle. 
ladies and gentlemen, a real live Nationals fan who didn't wasn't sure he could join us for the the show. He's joining us. Everybody, audio only, but Johnny Anamanapia in the stream. Johnny, can you hear me? Johnny, can you hear me? Why am I a Nats fan? <laughs> yes, <laughs> you can. Um, so uh, tell me about Anibal Sanchez. He was he was hurt, huh? And then he came back. He's only got four games on the year, and he and they've all been terrible. Oh, there's Johnny with full flagrante picture and everything. <laughs> so he's given up four runs, three runs, six runs, then five runs. So I know he's he's one of the guys that's been on the team for a while. Uh, why is he why is he so terrible? Yeah, thank you for starting with someone I've heard of, um, because I think there might only be one or two on the roster that I've heard of. Um, so he's terrible because he's on the Nats, and that's all they have. And it's <laughs> what we do. <laughs> it's nice of him that he didn't quit. And uh, is he pitching this week? He's pitching tonight. He's pitching in two hours. Nice. So, yeah. So we're look. I'm looking for. I think I can see the Cubs teeing off like as most teams do on your team, but we're not that good. So it might be just like, it's going to be a week of bad baseball. Like we play you guys and then we play the Reds who aren't good. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, here's the Cubs numbers against him. Jan Gomes, who was on the Nationals, uh, on the World Series national team, right? Um, Jan Gomes pretty much kicks Anibal's butt. He's uh, eight for 22, which is a 364 batting average. He's got two dongs off of him. Uh, he's got a 12-10 OPS. Um, Rafael Ortega does pretty well. He's three for eight. And then there's just uh, not much else to see after that. No, Not too many people have faced him. I have too many at-bats off of him. But um, So uh, pick Gomes tonight. If you're gambling at BetUS.com, pick yeah. Gomes to get a hit. Is he in the starting lineup? I don't know. Like, uh, suck if I give people terrible advice. But once again, you lose, we win. <laughs> he is he is not in the lineup. Contreras is catching, and uh, who is? Wait, who's the DH? Bet Bet Gomes. I'm telling you, he's a lock. Oh, I. You know, it's it's almost like I get so excited. And in my brain, I, I just block out the DH. I can't even see it when I'm looking at the, the lineup. It's Velasquez. <laughs> the number oh. seven hitter tonight, Velasquez, is your DH because, yeah. Reasons. Have you all covered the idea that an opposing, uh, a former catcher of that pitcher has to have an advantage? You know, yeah. if if he's worked with that that pitcher and knows their intricacies, like no wonder Gomes can be like, "Oh, I know what you're up to, oh, Annabelle. Yeah. You're gonna like, do this, then you throw yeah. a curveball, then, then you can pretend, yeah, <laughs> yeah." And especially for for I mean, of all people, for Gomes to have these numbers, I mean, because <laughs> Gomes sucks. I mean, Gomes is a good catcher. I think he's good at the position of catcher. But he's not a good hitter and has never been known for his hitting. And he's batting like 200 right now. So I don't even know what he's batting, but it's not 364 like he's batting against Anibal Sanchez. I'll tell you that much. I mean, it makes all the sense in the world that on a day when Gomes has like, you know, a clear advantage over the pitcher, that David Ross is not starting him. (laughs) You know, we see Gomes, we see Gomes all the fucking time. Contreras plays DH, and yet tonight 
no gomes whatsoever. Well, I think part of the problem is that our schedule is off because we threw that party last night. Otherwise, we would have had the show last night. David Ross would have seen the research I did, and Gomes would be in there tonight. You know, I mean, it's I obvious this is our fault if we lose. I love that he has a worse research department than Danny Rocket. Yeah, <laughs> I subscribe to Baseball Reference. So. Uh, <laughs> Keegan Thompson is going to go out there for the Cubs, and uh, he's eight and five, three forty-eight ERA. He's good. He's had a good year. He's been a revelation. But last time he went out there, he sucked. He five runs on ten hits, gave up two homers against the Cardinals, and we lost the game. In fact, we got swept by the Cardinals. So blocked that one out. Um, Luke Voigt has a homer off of him, and that's all that really happened. Uh, the only one guy's even seen him. And you guys got Luke Voigt right now. I don't know if you knew that you got Luke Voigt because he was traded to you because apparently nobody wants Luke Voigt, which is why he's on the Nationals. I'd be less surprised if the Nationals had John Voigt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. John Voigt. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. Too, Too soon. soon. Yeah, dude. Like, he's only been dead for like, I don't know, three months. Two. I I mean, oh, really? He's yeah. recently dead? Oh, wow. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'll, I'll I'll update my references too. Who do we have starting? <laughs> Olivia Newton John. There, <laughs> oh, she died today. Oh, yes. oh, well, I'm getting all my news from this podcast. <laughs> did she die today? Yeah, she died today. Oh, I did not know. I see now. I didn't know that. We might be actually breaking news to some people on the show that Olivia Newton John died, which is you're, sad. It's you're, you're breaking news to me. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, she. Uh, I mean, she was great in uh, Greece. You know, she had chills. They were multiplying. Oh, no, that was uh, John Travolta that had the chills. Yeah, that- yeah John Travolta. Not, yeah, John Voight is not John Travolta. But you think he's hooking up with Olivia Newton-John and heaven? Okay, that's a different podcast. Yeah. That's no. <laughs> <laughs> a different show. That, that We should have a seance. <laughs> a, a seance show where we just, like, try to get dead people to hook up. <laughs> we we had a we had a string of people that we killed on this show yeah we did maybe about five six years ago every time we mentioned them they died like within died the next three within months the next, yeah it's true <laughs> well ho- hopefully that doesn't happen to the nationals pitcher tomorrow paulo espino who's got a 420 era on the season so that's pretty smoke him if you got him <laughs> cool yeah. Um, unfortunately, I didn't know what to say for 420. This could have been. I know there's nothing to say. We don't have a thing for it yet. Um, but it could have been nice though. He's pitched 70.2 innings on the season, so it was so close to coming in at 420 ERA mm-hmm. with 69 innings pitched. It just didn't happen for us. Um, but he was terrible against Philly last time he went out there. He has five runs on seven hits. Um, he was out of the MLB for a couple of years, 18, 18 and 19. Uh, he's 35 years old and, uh, that's pretty old and for a pitcher and he's going up against Marcus Stroman who went 6.2 against St. Louis, gave up the three runs, two homers and a loss to St. Louis. Cause we lost all those games to the Cardinals. I hate to remind everybody. Uh, this is the one where St. Louis walked off and broke our little cub fan hearts. And, uh, unfortunately the Nats, own him own the the nationals that are on this team own marcus stroman they are slashing 405 424 544 caesar hernandez even has two home runs off of marcus stroman the only two that have been hit 
but Nelson Cruz is batting 571. You know, there's a lot of new guys on this team. When Marcus Stroman, who is in their division for, you know, quite a while, just doesn't have, I mean, only two guys have double digit at bats against him or plate appearances. I'm sorry, but yeah. I expected a lot, a lot higher numbers over here. In this yeah, but a small life. sample size. I think because a lot of these players have been in the little leagues or whatever you call it, so they haven't. <laughs> even... That's well. That's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, this well, is where are... this is where the Nats are right now, which is terrible to hear from a Cubs fan. Yeah. Well, either way, it's these are kind of ungodly numbers that the Nationals' current hitters, like Nelson Cruz, is. I don't. It, is he playing every day? The man is 41 years old. Okay. So like I I'd be wouldn't be surprised if oh no, we just killed Nelson Cruz, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, I mean he's he's been in the league since 2005. I mean, it, this guy's been around forever. So it you know, he has quite a few uh, quite a bit of experience against uh, Marcus Stroman. I can just see like Stroman getting rocked in this one. It just Okay, I, uh, I don't have a good feeling about it. Danny, I got to I got to I got to break in here. Um, Facebook user posted this a few minutes ago, uh, five minutes ago, and then Yumper has just confirmed. So now we have two confirmations. Uh, Jason Hayward, gone. Uh, Jed Hoyer has announced that Jason Hayward will not play for the Cubs next year. How about this year? I don't know. (laughs) don't, don't, I don't know what's going on with that. I, I don't think it matters, but... Uh, that's big news. That's yeah, big that news. is big news. And con- you know, con- Facebook user and and Yumper backing Facebook user up with this info. That's pretty interesting stuff. Congratulations, so, th- everybody. So what that tells me is that Facebook user and Yumper are both watching Jed Hoyer speak instead of us. <laughs> so thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, thanks a lot, Jed. <laughs> so uh, Johnny, have you heard of this Paolo Espino guy? Uh, I've I've heard that name. I don't know anything about him. Yeah, he's not very good, so I I, I wouldn't pay too much attention. Mm-hmm. Um, game three is going to be Josiah Gray. Uh, he's seven and eight with a four ninety two against Justin Steele, who's four and seven with a three sixty seven. This is a guy you got in the Scherzer trade along w- when you traded um, your old favorite player of all time, uh, Trey Turner. Mm-hmm. To the Dodgers. And so this guy, I mean, I guess he's going to be, he's part of your future. He's exciting young pitcher, but you haven't seen it yet. He's got a mid nineties fastball, mid eighties slider and change, like classic three pitch dude. Um, he's going in the day game. He wasn't good the last time he went out there. He gave up six runs and in four innings pitched and the Cubs have never seen him. And then Justin Steele, um, he had 10 strikeout, strikeouts in his last start against Miami. And the only guy that's seen him is also Luke Voigt, who's 0 for 3 against Justin Steele. So, um, Josiah Gray, do you, I don't know, is are people speaking highly of him or the, the prospect of him? Yeah, the prospect of him was discussed. And I, I, I have a memory of him sort of going up and down to the minors or like, I don't, he hasn't pitched consistently since he's been. Uh, traded to the Nats. Yeah. So he was just sort of more of a theory than a pitcher. I, I think he's pretty young. And yeah, he's a theory. <laughs> the theory of Josiah Josiah Gray. He's got a cool name. It's like that's an old fashioned like Civil War soldier. Oh, name. yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. I think the theory of Josiah Gray was an Edgar Allan novel. <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe poem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, really? I thought it was a band from the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We are Josiah Gray. We play shoegazer of grunge. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's your matchup. The Cubs haven't seen him, so we don't know anything about it. But, I mean, Johnny, I got to ask you because, you know, you win the World Series just a few short years ago. And they start tearing it down almost instantaneously. Um, the, is that the kind of th- do you? How do you feel about it? Where are you in your fandom? I I have never seen the Nats be bad because they're a young team. They've always been sort of the playoff team since they started. And I have not watched a game this year. I or listened. I've listened to two or three innings. Um, the I think the, a bigger problem, and I don't know enough about baseball outside of the Nats, but it's this manager who was the first to take uh, Harper away where, um, you know, Harper was asking, was offered a shitload of money and he left. And it was, even though the Nats won the national series, the world series after that, I think it just started that there's not a good communication because that agent is the same one that Juan Soto had and Turner and um, you know, Turner's turning down. You're, you're talking about Mike Rizzo, right? The general manager. I'm, I'm trying to think of the name of the agent, the player agent. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Boris and Rizzo there. Rizzo's the general manager of the Nats. And I feel like Boris has, has personally started this new era where he's telling his players, you know, reject $450 million deals. And he's going to, one of his players is going to get bit one day when they get hurt young before the, the deal turns out instead of having a guaranteed half a billion dollar payout. But anyway, that was the beginning for the end for the Nets was when Harper left. I know they won the world series after that, but it just, you can't deal with this person and, and, uh, and the Nats are going to sell uh, the, the owners are going to sell. Oh my the, God. The how do you get so fucking lucky? Our shit owners who've been doing this to us for fucking six years. Your owners do it to you for three years. They're like, you know what? We're gonna just get the fuck out, and yep. you know, we're gonna we're gonna give our fans a chance to enjoy the team again. And our owners are like, we're gonna make this the worst fucking experience you could ever have, and we're gonna charge you double for it. Yeah. The, dif- the difference is that your owners had a successful generational transfer of power because we have the same situation as the Ricketts. It's a, it's a family owned team and the patriarch is still alive, but the kids are fighting over what to do next. And so someone in the patriarch's ear is like, fuck both those kids, like just sell the team. Like if they can't figure it out. So they're, out. are they, so they're stripping it down to sell it right now. Yes. The one theory was they didn't want the new ownership to have to trade away Juan Soto as the first thing they did. So at least like the new owners can come in and they're rebuilding. They don't have to look like uh, the, the, the first move doesn't have to be bad. Well, I mean, so they trade away the, the best player in baseball pretty much. And then mm-hmm. like, what does that do to your fandom? Like, you know, now like, you loved Juan Soto and now he's gone and now he's just never coming back. And like, that's it. You know, I saw him in an interview last night and I thought, I didn't know he could, he could speak English now. You know, like when we knew him, he had an interpreter 
when, when he got to the team would come out to the mound and speak. And so just thinking like, you know, he's been here a while and he's advanced in so many ways. Um, it's, it's upsetting to see him leave. And, and I don't know any of the players like it, they, they just made it clear that they don't, the ownership doesn't care. So That's I don't good. care. They won't sell hot dogs. They won't sell $20 beers. I mean, fuck it. Yeah. I mean, and that's what we've been going through as Cub fans, too, is like all these, they, they're not going to go and sign a single one of them. Like Wilson Contreras is going to be out, you know, now. They couldn't even trade him somehow, you know, and so it's just going to, so they're not going to resign him. They don't like him for some reason, even though he's awesome. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, we didn't get to keep Rizzo, who they should have kept. He's awesome with the Yankees. They didn't, we didn't keep, get to keep Bryant, which fine. Cause he's hurt. We didn't get to keep Javi, which is fine. Cause he stinks when, on the tigers, but he might not have stunk with us. Like we don't know, mm-hmm. but um, you know, it's just like, it, I think that they undervalue con- uh, like the continuity of a team. And they're just constantly ta- tearing it down and new clientele and new, 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 new. And um, in, in many respects, I feel like it's, it's, it's by design to take away power from the players to have any agency over their own careers because we're like, you know, well, we're just going to ship you. You're always going to be disposable in our eyes, no matter how good you are. You know, no matter how much the fans love you, you are still disposable. And, you know, Juan Soto, by all accounts, was going to be good for forever. And they offered him the contract. He didn't take it. But, you know, what's he going to get? And you're right. It might blow up in somebody's face eventually. It's going to sometimes. Well, the, the problem with that contract was the 15 years. It wasn't the number of, you know, on the dollar side. Yeah, he just didn't want that for 15 years because then he would have been, I guess, stuck with this team for his entire career. So that tells you right there that there's something with the team that he didn't want to be associated with that team for the rest of his career. And I think that's what we're starting to see with some of these shitbag owners like the Cubs. These guys just don't really want to be associated with these teams anymore. So they're just turning down what most of the planet would assume is, you know, amazing money. Like, well, they yeah. set the market so they can't screw their other players over, uh, other players in the league over. So if you're the best player in baseball, you got to set that market because we all know that where the money's going to go if the players don't get it, it's going yeah. right into the billionaire's pocket. So, like, and, and I'd rather care. see the the players get it anytime. But I'd rather hey. they lowered beer prices. But yeah, you know, right. uh, unfortunately, I am going to have to get out of here, Danny. So, uh, Johnny, yeah. I'm I'm just going to well, well, I'm going to pass it over to you to finish this thing off. Do you want to give us your TFC? Do you have one? Do you no, have a I don't. Queue? All right, cool. No, then you're fine. I got to get going. So you're off the uh, hook. Spagog, everybody. Uh, Spagog. It was great to see Johnny you. finishing this out. Yeah, Johnny, Later. we'll, we'll, we'll pinch this episode off together. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, I, I don't know. It's, it would, it sucks that you're, you can't be a Nats fan right now because it's not good. I mean, it's so bad and like, they don't care about you and it's just like, they just won't, it's, it's not a competitive team in any way way shape or form and that's bad for baseball i think so um yeah it gets to the point where you think why don't i go to a minor league game instead like at least i could see a monkey riding a dog or something yeah you know, yeah maybe something... a, a potato sack race or you know <laughs> yeah. something will fun will happen something i can bet on yeah well i mean we went to a minor league game and they were giving away tvs pretty much every half inning Dang. And, and our group won three TVs because we were the only ones there in the cold. <laughs> so it's great. like, so yeah, I mean, 
not that anybody needs more TVs. There's just TVs everywhere now. But um, so I wanted to, uh, well, I guess I, I, we're at the announcement part of the show, but I wanted to uh, invite everybody that on September 24th, right before your birthday, Johnny. That's right. Um, which is on this 27th of September. Um, the Gleacher Bum Band is going to be headlining a beer festival called Hop Stop in Riverside, Illinois. And it's going to be a lot of fun. So I'm going to drop the link to that in the chat. They have tickets already for sale. Um, they expected to sell out because it was canceled because of COVID until this year. So now it is back and everybody's excited. So is go the drink 24th beer. a Saturday, Danny? I don't know. Sorry. I would I, assume it's a Saturday. Great. I will be in Chicago at my cousin's wedding that night. So I'm sorry that Oh uh, no. Maybe I can uh, maybe I can pregame at the Bleacher Bum Band event on September 24th. Drop a link. <laughs> yeah, link dropped. <laughs> Riversidehopstop.com is where you find out the information. Riversidehopstop.com. Tickets are 40 bucks, which isn't bad for like a day of drinking beer. Yeah. What does you it come know, with? 40, I mean, dude, I like dropped 40 bucks last night at Nisei Lounge. Does it come with beer? I assume don't beer fests always come with beer? Yeah, at least a bunch. You get tickets. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, that sounds great. Yeah, I don't know the beer information. I didn't I didn't look into that. Um, I'm, I'll look it up right now, though, because I'm on the website. You're on Hop Stoppers. <laughs> says, yeah, I'm uh, sampling offerings from local craft uh, breweries yeah. so it's sampling but that's good that's well that's what you want they they give you tickets or they'll give you a three ounce glass or something and you can try different things you still get to drink a lot of beer for 40 bucks yeah unfortunately it says family friendly setting so we're gonna have to change some of our songs up a little <laughs> bit but <laughs> for the bleacher bump band but yeah uh it's gonna be a lot of fun and then uh i don't know if it's sold out or not but check it out the club 400 cubs dot com website for club 400's club 400 palooza which is happening in two weeks uh two weeks from yesterday on the 21st of august so you got to go to that because we we know that patrick wisdom and frank schwindel are going to be there unless frank schwindel gets sent to the miners which is kind of seeming <laughs> a little bit um like it might happen so um but we know patrick wisdom will be there frank schwindel might be riding a bus somewhere um Anyhow, they come to that. Uh, we're we're going to have fun the rest of the season, even though the rest of the season might not be fun on the field. Um, hashtag, it is fun to get together and commiserate. It is. It is. Uh, hashtag chance in the chat is uh, what wins you a Frank Chance postcard that I will have printed up, so I'll just keep track of all that. And um, I got one, uh, this flexing cube, which is uh, just somebody spouting off on the Internet. So Jeff Kerr. He replied to Marcus Stroman being pretty upset about uh, Brittany Griner being uh, sentenced to nine years in jail uh, over some weed in Russia. But Jeff Kerr replied to Marcus Stroman and said, perhaps before traveling, especially to a country like Russia, people should know the laws. Just because an entitled athlete travels there doesn't mean you're getting special treatment. If anything, as you can see, it's the exact opposite. You get made an example of, Marcus Stroman said, Cubs pitcher, Jeff, you're an idiot. I mean that wholeheartedly. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So we got a, we got um, tomorrow night starter going out there reading people with bad takes online, uh, and I freaking love it. 
I like that he stood up for all the entitled athletes that go to Russia to uh, play sports year round so that they can make a living. That's not yeah. what, how, what I would call entitled. Uh, so good for Marcus Strong. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and it's just a horrible thing that's going to happen. We all know why they gave her that uh, sentence is so that they can do a prisoner swap because we're going to get her back, hopefully, because that's that's some bullshit. Um, hashtag chance in the chat. It's your last chance. And then we're going to end this show and uh, going to go watch some baseball. Um, I've lost the thing, though. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Oh, here it is. Okay. Here we go. Round and round she goes, and where she stops, nobody knows. Ding, dong, ding, 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 Molly Volkt. I don't know how to say your last name, Molly, but there's no vowels in it. So it makes it hard for people like me. Wait, maybe that's Molly Voigt. Is she related to John Voigt? John Voigt? Oh, no. We've just killed Molly. Uh so congratulations. I, I will be getting more Frank Chance postcards and sending one to you. I have you screenshotted. So John, thanks for coming on. Like, oh, oh, I did I did want to mention this. Okay. We have a bet going on this series that begins in an hour and a half. And that is I mean, Cubs and Nats are two bad teams, but I think feel like you have a better chance against us than you do against most teams to win. So we'll see what happens. Best of seven. I guess we got three here in Chicago and then four in D.C. coming up. And uh, our bet is that one of us has to get a day, a like a day labor Craigslist job, whoever loses. And uh, it can't be something that will screw over the person that's hiring us. Like it's, it's got to be like go rake an old lady's leaves or something like that. Buyer beware. What are you talking about? Did they do their research? <laughs> well, I I did screenshot a couple. You're living in New York City now. So I did go on there and I looked at the gig section of Craigslist to see what possible gigs that you could maybe do when uh, <laughs> when the Nationals eventually lose this series. Um, I, I liked uh, this one. Um, you could be a, a housekeeper slash dog nanny in uh, <laughs> Rockley, New Jersey. Um, uh, my personal favorite though, is the third from the bottom here on this list, which is cage, cage washer, <laughs> <laughs> washing that- cages in Paramus. I don't know a cage of what I did not click on it. Cause I was scared that I would be triggered. Wait, what if cage washer, maybe, uh, Nicholas cage lives in Paramus. <laughs> you just and looking for a Nicholas. sponge bath. Yeah. <laughs> you just watch, wash Nicholas cage. Uh, you could <laughs> no. uh, be a, a, in a focus group on a, a focus group on a jury team. So they're, you know, just or a, um, close to where you're living currently in my old, uh, neighborhood up in Inwood, Washington Heights, an impatient marijuana study, which I assume just means hanging out in Washington Heights and getting high, which is pretty much what I did the entire time I lived there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who, pay, who pays who in that ad? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they want to see what happens when you stop smoking weed, which most of Washington Heights does not do ever. Now, not yet. I, I just, so I don't know what kind of job that well, – which one of these would you take? How about a uh, taking school portraits in New York City? <laughs> I think that's got to be the number one. I 
we have to start now because I, I would hope the background check is extensive. So I, the Nats need to hurry up and lose so I can get my school photo references. I, I, in. I'm going to, I'm going to say you have all off season to complete your day, your day of community service. <laughs> so <laughs> then here's the Chicago ones. And uh, you know, right, right away. The first one up there, head lice technician. <laughs> At thirty five bucks an hour, and I was like, "That's good, you know you, that's not bad." Money. Yeah, you don't you don't need that. You don't need to lose a bet to take that job. Yeah, I'm like hey, two hundred fifty bucks, and I'm just like sitting there with some popsicles, greasy freaking kids, like <laughs> being like, "This one's got lice. His, his reputation at school is ruined." I start ranking fun of him because here's the thing why I can't take that job is because if you're a head lice technician, that is definitely a job in which you end up with head lice. Oh, yeah. You'd be bald within the first week, Danny. Yeah. I might as well just shave my head and then just do that job. Um, Then I I thought maybe I could donate my eggs for 7,000 bucks out in Hoffman Estates. You know, that's a really good return because, like, I know there's been inflation, but I bought eggs the other day and there were, like, $6. $6. So if you could resell a dozen eggs for yeah. a couple grand. Why not? It, yeah. You ever know anybody that donated their eggs? No. I, um, no, only people that have donated sperm. Yeah. Uh, but the, the egg donation, I, I knew somebody did it. It's actually quite a, uh, extensive process. I believe you have to take, uh, the, like hormones and things like that. And so it's, it, they, I think they harvest them like through a surgery. So I, they might do it differently now, but I, remember I hear it's rigorous and painful. Those are the two things I've heard about it. That's why it costs. That's why you get seven grand for it. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. That's good money though. So, uh, and then uh, the other one I thought that maybe I, I could take was a, a surrogate mother. Oh, Danny, help you'd a be family great grow. That. Yeah, earn up to $57,000 as a surrogate mother. So, I mean, I've been a motherfucker for years. Like, why not be a mother? <laughs> 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 so, um, and I like this one too. This job is like Ghostbusters, but with a backpack dust vacuum. <laughs> I mean, that person definitely works in sales. They're like, let's make cleaning fun. Yeah. <laughs> you're, like, you're just crawling around crawl spaces with a freaking dust mask on, like in the worst places possible. This job is like being Tiger Woods, but instead of a golf club, it's a broom. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, so, uh, well, good luck to you. I mean, we'll see what happens here. Um it's gonna. It's uh, it's always fun when our teams face each other because we're such old friends and uh, and it's cool. That's one of the ways we've kept in touch over the years is through baseball. So I love it. I'm excited. Um, so uh, that's the that's our show. Spagog, everybody. Spagog. Here's the Bleacher Bum Band. The Sun Ranto Show is always brought to you by all of our Patreon subscribers, who we call the Super Ranters. Well, who are the Super Ranters? Well, Super Ranters, they have their own RSS feed, and they get the show early and ad-free delivered to their inbox or podcatcher. They get bonus content, uh... 
For example, like the recording of our ColorCast conversations. Uh, they get exclusive access to the Sun Ranto Super Ranters Facebook page and our private Discord channel, uh, which we've been using a fair amount this season. Our Patreon patrons are also eligible for all our Sun Ranto contests, like the Super Ranter of the Month and uh, Sun Ranto Scavenger Hunts, which we'll get to later on in the year once the weather finally gets better. Um, there's perks at every level. $5 Super Ranters get to hear all the Cubs parody songs before the rest of the world. $10 Super Ranters are recognized by name at the end of our shows and have access to our Cubs uh, daily shows, which are are called Sun Ranto Singles. Uh, at $12, you get the Rancher calendar every year, and uh, you can even place an advertisement about anything you want at some of the higher levels. So uh, the most important thing is we like to give back to our community here in Chicago. So 10% of all of our Patreon money goes directly to the Lost Boys Baseball Club, which uses baseball to help decrease violence and improve the social conditions for young people in Chicago. It is one of Sunranto's main missions to serve our community here. Here's the thing. It costs a lot of money and time for us to produce a great Cubs fan show and, frankly, a penny a download from our podcast advertisers like gambling syndicates and dick pill companies. It's just not enough to keep Sunranto on the air. We have hosting fees, streaming fees, equipment, tickets, batteries, guitar strings. Well, it all just adds up. So become a super ranter at patreon.com slash sunranto and become a part of our Patreon family for the 2022 season and beyond. Help us produce the Sunranto show. You know, if you would buy each of us a $12 beer at Wrigley just for doing the Sunranto show, then join at the $3 level. That's 3 bucks a month. We each get a beer at Wrigley a year. Patreon.com slash Sunranto is where you sign up. That's Patreon.com slash Sunranto. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash S-O-N-R-A-N-T-O. Subscribe today and you'll never have to hear me ask you to become a Patreon patron again because the show will be ad-free. Stop making me waste your time. Sign up for as little as a dollar a month. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Please join us today. The Sunranto Show is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and hate your favorite team. So a rising tide lifts all boats. So go check them out online or on social media. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in Drink. That's spelled like sports drink, but without vowels. S-P-R-T-S-D-R-N-K. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. Okay, this is a song about cup snake guys. Oh, Friends, he doesn't care if he's late. 
good, really. It's pretty good. It's- the spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. 
The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows.